When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Happy Thursday, kiddos. Glad to be here. Clinton Yates, Brian Kamenetsky. What's up, BK? How you I, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to be here. I am also, like, am I contractually obligated? Is, is Do I have to call you the big CY? <laughs> no. Is that, that a is, thing now? When did that happen? When that we, became Where a thing. Clinton Yates became the big CY. I don't like, know, but I like it. It's, 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 it's easier. It's, you know, listen, I haven't mentioned this since I got here. It's not as much of a mouthful as the president of the local chapter of the Hanson Man community. <laughs> it's even shorter than television's Clinton Yates. It's just the big CY. The big, I mean, what, uh, does that mean we're not allowed to make eye contact no, with you anymore? No, it doesn't mean anything we, like that. We have to walk three or four strides it's behind the big good, cy good, what are the rules about engaging with the big cy i'll have my people talk to your people <laughs> and then the you can rule. know how to deal with it no but speaking of that the last time i saw you we were at the mandy's we're going to get into a lot of stuff today by the way quickly free agency as morales mentioned off the top in the nba is an important topic the dodgers situation with freddie freeman has become quite the donnie brook in terms of, of behind the scenes stuff and also by the way we had a winner and bash for cash yesterday. So if you stay tuned all day, you'll get your chance to win tickets. John M won yesterday to the All-Star Saturday Night Festivities. A lot of stuff to talk about. But most importantly, let's get your review of the Mandy's. You haven't been back since. We talked a little bit about it yesterday. The vibes were good for some people. Some people won awards. Some people didn't. That's a different discussion that if you've been listening to the station, you know a lot about. What was your take? The 11, the 11 <laughs> o'clock hour is all about how the big CY was shut out uh, <laughs> when when the voting came through. Um, what were your I tell you what, next year, that's not going to fly. No. Next year, the big CY is walking away for some hardware. It's okay. This was not a year I expected to win anything. It's sort of like a, like a red shirt year. Is it really you an know honor what I mean? just to be yes. nominated? It's fine. I was there it's for the fine. pre-show. It's fine. I was there it's for the pre-show. It's not an honor, but it's fine. <laughs> See, what's, what he's really doing is projecting that he's mad. He well, I wasn't nominated. Anything. I couldn't That's tell you if it's just an honor to be nominated. But he did find a doppelganger. If you were nominated, you would have been mad. If I was, I, would do, I was nominated, I did not win, and I'm not mad. Tell me about your experience. There was a guy there that looked just like you. There was. Um, that was Travis seemed to, to find the guy. Yes. He's a little taller than me, um, but he had the right haircut, the right glasses, <laughs> um, and uh, the same sort of pale <laughs> uh, countenance yes is the you. word you're looking for uh and so yeah i mean and and uh i met i met him he's a, a nice guy i i realized he was taking pictures of everybody so like, that people... guy was intensely excited to to be at the mandy awards enjoyed himself as a lot it was like it was a really cool crowd like yeah I liked it. It was fun. And so for those of you, obviously, who weren't there, what happened was at one point when Travis was on stage, he simply, and did not tell anybody about this, he simply said, hey, you, get on up here, referring to not BK. Right. And then BK came up, and they stood right by each other. And I was like, wait a second, because Travis confused you two. Now, let me ask you this before we move on. Did that guy move about the building acting as if he was you, or was he just conveniently letting people... Oh, you mean like fake clay? Yeah. <laughs> conveniently letting people not know no, who I he was. No, I don't think... I think he was just... didn't. I don't think he realized even okay. the, the potential power <laughs> that he had 
if he took advantage of it. Right. Until it was too late at that ah, point. He'd already been called sure. out. Sure. Okay, got it. So he didn't realize the juice, the Kamenetsky juice that was out there. Yeah, it was a one-time uh, opportunity. Too, so, the cats out of the so you had a good time. Yes. Just, just wanted to make sure we got that on record. But last night... You took the kids out. Tell us about your night. We did. We went to LAFC. All which right. We we have we didn't go to a game last year, but we'd been going to games for a few years. The kids love it, and uh, great atmosphere. If you have not, most it's like the fifth year of this team. Right? Yeah, they've been here People for a have while. Been, but if yes. you haven't been, the All Star Game was there last year for MLS. You too. need to go. Yeah. I mean, the stadium's beautiful. It's a great atmosphere. Team's really good. They're in first place in the West. Um, so we get there and we're having a good time and all that stuff. And the highlight for me, the soccer was good. They won three, one. Yeah. Who'd they play? Dallas FC. Okay. The mighty Dallas, the mighty Dallas FC. Okay. Yes. Um, and, uh, but about 10 minutes into the second half minute 55. Okay. The 55th minute. Right. They start doing the wave. Okay, so does this start in the supporters section? No, they're they're too busy. Okay, yeah, they got a the lot. The supporters going section on. they're doing. That is also the other thing. My 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 twelve year old, the first time we went, thought they were hysterical because all the drumming and whatever. And then they do the cheers where they bounce and like yeah, in, in you know in unison and back and forth. And he just thought it was the funniest thing he'd ever seen. Um, so we we're watching that, but they can't be responsible for that. They're busy. It started on the opposite side. Okay, and they're doing the wave, and my kids love it, <laughs> love it. And I, I didn't know that the wave was back. Because <laughs> like, okay. the wave was a big deal. Like, the wave was essentially invented and had its peak when I was a kid. The okay, 80s. the 80s. Yes. And so you'd go to games. Let's just say, you, let's just say young, young Kamenetsky goes to a game in St. Louis. Yes. Sees Ozzie Smith do a backflip. Right. Instant, goes, we're all goes, we're instantly goes, doing the wave. Goes three for four. Instantly doing the throws wave. Throws a guy out blind, and you come home and you tell mom and dad, guess what I saw? I saw the, the wave. wave. Well, no, it was among other things. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, first of all, they probably took me to the game. <laughs> right. That's a good <laughs> oh, point. dad, the wave. But, yeah, you know, it was, the, the, I think it was invented at the Kingdom. All right. I want to say late 70s, early 80s. But, like, it was, the, the, the 80s was the era of the wave. Okay, because I'm I not a big wave guy. I don't too stand cool, up. Cool I'm not too wave. cool. It's too just cool not. I mean, am the I wrong? The big CY <laughs> is not getting out of his chair to participate in the big woo. I'll stand up. You actually but... have to make the sound woo <laughs> when it comes by you. Emily, are you a wave person? So uh, I will not unless I have a couple drinks in me. So, so I'm like, yeah, I, I, when so I have yes. fun, right. I'll do it. But I also just looked up an article from ESPN.com with the history of the wave. It was first recorded in Oakland at the Athletics playoff game okay. against the New York Yankees on October 15th, 1981. Okay. So uh, yeah. The more you know. Exactly. Yeah. I was wrong about the I'm kingdom. a semi-wave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a semi-wave person. Right. Taylor, Apologies are you a wave person? Oakland. At the very least, I'm putting my arms up. Yeah. He's that's, a huge wave that's fan. More, no, he's that's, talked about it before. That's more than, that's probably what I do. I probably just, you know, you give an arm. See, no, 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 no. Don't you keep be that moving. guy. You, you either participate, arms. you're either. Give him the why. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll lift my arms up, and I'm not getting out of my chair <laughs> for this. Like, I just, am I, am, I, am I a jerk for just not thinking? The wave doesn't do it for me. Like, I actually think it's kind of a one of the last few things, like, in our country where, like, everybody, like, is working together. <laughs> It's one of the few moments of, of civic unity that we still have because everybody's got to do it. If people stop doing it, like if half the group decides, you know what, I'm not doing the wave anymore, the wave dies. I, you know what, actually, let me. This is and it is kind of cool to watch it move around 
stadium. Okay, so this is a separate story, and we'll move on, but this is related. I've just realized when my love or my respect for the wave died. It's when I covered a game at Michigan, at the University of Michigan. Has anybody ever been to a football game there? I haven't, no. They do, like, a four-part, multi-step, I don't even want to say wave. It's wave is, like, a wave would be describing, like, a child coloring a book versus a Rembrandt masterpiece right. to what they do at it's Michigan. A lot. They have one that go, they do one phase that one one lap that goes around the whole thing, then they go one back, then they do slow-mo and then they split Ooh, level. Like <laughs> they split level and one top side goes fast and the other side goes slow. They have all these like routines with the wave. And I remember seeing that thinking Oh, this is actually a thing. That's that is impressive. No, I, a bunch I, of idiots I, standing up. One hundred percent, I'm fully behind that because that takes coordination <laughs> yes. for a hundred a hundred thousand people. But like I, I did a you know I was in baseball stadiums you know covering sure. for the you know when I covered the Dodgers for LA Times and all this. I was doing the wave. No, that was that that went away. Football stadiums, like granted, we didn't have a ton of football here right. for a long time, but. It wasn't a thing. It and now it's back. It, it doesn't feel back. dated to you? That's what makes it fun. It's okay. just dumb, stupid, <laughs> dated, let's bring it back. But then again, the 80s are back. Like if right. you go and you you know walk exactly. into any mall right now. That's true. 80s are back. That's true. So you had a good time with the kids? You Wonderful that? time. Yeah, good time. Okay, all right. Well, you know, the Dodgers played last night. Speaking of um, mm. the organ, things are getting a little weird in Dodgerland. We're going to get a little bit into this on the more on the other side, but... I just I just want to get your thoughts on where the Dodgers are right now before we specifically start talking about Freeman and all this other stuff that's going on. Just of the team? Yeah. Like, how do you feel about where they are? We got the All-Star game okay. coming up. So, and- last time I was in here was the the, 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 the 10 minutes or whatever. They were in second place. Yeah. Emily, right? Like, it was like they were half yeah. game behind the Padres, yeah. whatever. And people were about this and they're back in first place and they went okay. and they, you know, even the games they lost, they won six, what was it, six to nine on the road. I mean, yeah. they're, they're I think of the Dodgers very much like if you in, are you an investor? No, but I get, I get actively, I'll follow this. They're actively managed like retirement funds, <laughs> and then there are passively managed retirement funds. Okay. You know, the active ones, you're in there every day, you're moving stuff around. Which fund do I buy? Which, you know, which stock do I want in this thing or whatever? The passive ones, it's like the index, and you just sort of leave it there, and it grows, and you're fine, and you check in on it when you need to. So that's what you're – that, The Dodgers are that because, you know, I – they're really good. They have the best run differential in the National League by a mile. Even with a terrible June. Right. They, you know, So they're still really good. They're going to be in the playoffs in one way or another. Like, I, I feel like I do not need to get angsty and worked up over this team until I need to, which is at least a month or two down the road. Like, I watch them and I follow along, but I'm not worried. I'm not getting wrapped up in the day-to-day of the Dodgers because they like my – Passive, passive yeah. investment fund okay. are going to be there when I need them to be there. But all the games count the same. And this that's true. That's and they where, keep winning a lot of them. But their, their June has been terrible. They're, I mean, they're a one game above 500 in the last 28 games, I believe. And they haven't scored many runs comparatively to the rest of the season in this month. So, I, I, listen, I get it. I'm not going nuts over every single game every single night. I mean, this is what the purpose of the season is for. However... They could be dominating, and injuries have been an issue for this team. And so I'm just wondering, you know, listen, I, 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 don't, want in a while. I don't want him to be in the wild card. Okay. I don't want any of that. I, I understand it is better to win the division than right. it is to not win the division. Right. But I just, like, they are fundamentally really sound. And, you know, you can find the, this guy's got hurt and this guy, but, you know, maybe Cody Bellinger may never be more than a 210 hitter for the rest of his life. I don't know. 
but is Max Muncy going to hit 150 for the rest Probably of the year? Probably not. I mean, you know, there is not. some wiggle room in both directions for things to improve with this group. A lot going on here at the station. We just mentioned the Mandys were tremendous. Of course, we've got All-Star Friday night coming up. That's the J- July 15th. That's going to be a great day, by the way. Live broadcast from the West Covina um, Sports Complex. Wiffle ball bash at 6 p.m. Listeners will be able to participate in that. And then, BK, I know you won't be there, but this is going to be fun. 7 p.m., the 710 softball game. I, this is one of the you're kind of big you're events. I'm, I'm gonna be out of town. That I'm, yeah. I'm would have. I wish that they should have been doing this for years. Why yeah. do they wait till the year? I came well, we out? had a little thing called a global pandemic that kind of prevented I, us from gathering. The, the station predates the pandemic. <laughs> yes, I understand <laughs> that. But this is going to be a fun event. Which position would you play? I was a center fielder in high school. Really? Short. So this is a, this yeah. is a loss. From a roster oh, somebody, standpoint. Somebody is missing out on having. Oh, uh, M, I'm upset basketball about this. Ter- basketball games that we used to do right. around here, I was no help. Okay. This, this, could, be this help. could help. That's a bummer, Emily. I was, we were doing a whole recruiting for our lineup yesterday. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Somebody would have forgotten about me, and I would have been like, oh, well, just throw so Brian on that team. Is and the like, doppelganger oh. open? Yeah. Oh, excellent yeah, We need question. to get in contact with him because then have we can any, have him fill in. Ba- baseball skills do not necessarily transfer that way, mm. but it's possible. I love it. But Give yes, call. please, the event is open to all ages. It's free food, drinks, show up, meet the mishpuka. It's going to be a great time. All right, listen, coming up, this Freddie Freeman Dodgers situation Oof. is intense. We have learned some things that we didn't know yesterday. He had a very emotional weekend, as we all know. However, we're going to break this thing down because I have learned some things about, let's just say, a little bit of part of this process that are not necessarily privy to everybody, but... This is goes a little deeper than you think. That's next. It's Travis and Sliwa on ESPN 710. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Travis and Sliwa, Yates and Kamenetsky, happy Thursday, kiddos. Brian's got all sorts of alarms and schedule things going off on the side here. What, what's happening? I, here? Well, you know, like you said, you put something onto your Google calendar and right. you can set a reminder of when it starts. And I was just checking my mail and my thing. And I, got, I noticed that I got the notification for doing this show <laughs> like eight minutes before it was supposed to start. Okay. So if by chance I had forgotten, you wouldn't have been that anyway. would not have been helpful. <laughs> so I need to kind of recalibrate right. my settings. But you asked me a question though. Okay, so I'm I'm I check my I check the uh the Facebook, which is something that old people do. Okay. And you know, you Sue's got a birthday today and uh, there are three people that I'm friends with that have birthdays today. Okay. And so I have to decide which one of these people I'm going to wish a happy birthday to. And so I was curious if you have a a system for this because we are actually I, I, Facebook I, I, friends. I, we are Facebook friends, and I do have a system for it. But Emily, I want your thoughts on this. I feel like this is something yeah. multi generationally. You have a lot to say about because Facebook is a social off, media platform no, I, used I use by Facebook. old people. I was I was part of Facebook when it first started, but not first started back but, when it was the Facebook. Yeah, the Facebook. Right. Right. Third grade. Um, like, <laughs> but why can you only wish one of them a happy birthday? Why not all three? 
What you might, no, my she's answer, asking my you. My answer to this is yeah. I actually feel like for people who I never communicate with, yeah. that I just happen to be like you kind of accumulate Facebook yeah, you're friends. Facebook yes. friends. Yeah, right. I almost feel like it's kind of rude. Like I've shown no interest in <laughs> your life. That's, that's good. Idea. For right, right. the last three hundred and sixty-four days, okay. And we all know I'm going to continue showing no interest in your life for the next three hundred and sixty-four days. But I'm going to pop in for like the, hey, look at Brian. He's a great guy. Wishing me. Look at that. I have, what right. a great guy. Wishing me a happy birthday. So isn't this answer obvious? Which one of the three you're going to give a happy birthday to? Then, if it's the one that you think that you're closest with. Right, but then what do you do with the people that are kind of in the middle? One you of them is one of them's a done care. deal. You think people okay. are keeping they know track? Each other? Yeah, yeah. Well, so, who cares? No, 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 no. It's just it's it's the it's just the principle. <laughs> okay, so here's my so thought. Do you just also, wish? So, do you wish everyone a happy birthday? Nobody no. a happy so birthday. So I also have I, I used Facebook for a while. I, it was really helpful for me for a while throughout college. And then when I got out of college, I stopped using Facebook as much. But I had my birthday recently, and it was just a weird collection of people that wished me happy birthday on Facebook. Anybody that actually knows me texted me. Correct. Mm-hmm. Or I think the closest friends will post an Instagram story, and then I'll share that on my story. That is, for my generations, that's close friends. But everybody else, anybody that wished me a happy birthday on my Facebook is someone that's either a coworker that I used to have or I barely talk to anymore. Exactly. So and you're very fringy people that you, you don't offended? even want to hear from anyway. I was not offended. It was a little weird. It was more just like it's like my old high school teacher so wishing me happy birthday. Aren't you proving my point though? You are yes. a little bit. So then don't wish anybody a happy birthday and just text me all you know. Okay, but so I don't know everybody's phone number. Slow down, slow down. Everybody <laughs> calm down. Friends. This is this is the system that I use and this is the way that How does can, the big CY handle this? It makes sense. If I see a if I see a person who's either email or number I don't know and I want to wish them a happy birthday and I don't have that access to them, I delete them as a friend. Because at that point, it doesn't matter. And so I've called called my friend group to Mm. Facebook has simply become a thing I keep track of birthdays on pretty much strictly. So if I see that person, I say, oh, yeah, I know them. I text them and I'll keep that going. If I have no idea who they are, (laughs) exactly. Or I don't really remember or I haven't been able to contact them. You're out of there. So that I don't have to run into this problem every year. But the flip side is and maybe this is an inconsistency on my part. Like if you put up like a nice picture of your family. Right. I am pretty much a serial liker okay. of those types of things. So yeah, like, you so know what? Here's a happy moment with your family. Like Doing that, like that once or twice a month is better than going for the birthday once a year. That I agree with. You know I, don't, I don't, because like that is like a, I feel like you're trying to like step up and raise your hand and be like, look, here, I'm here yes, for you. There's like, an like, element there's of that. element I, of, of that. And it also, it's very annoying too when you have to go back through and like them all. You know what I'm saying, Emily? Yeah, because otherwise it's, it's rude. Yeah, you know? and, or comment or yeah. like whatever. It's like I, I went back through. I, I liked anybody who posted on my wall. But yeah, again, it, it was it was weird people. It's it's birthday it's virtue signaling, and I don't, I'm not. I am <laughs> very, I am hyper conscious of of looking like I'm virtue signaling. BK's in the buildings. The big CY over here. Listen, speaking of friends and awkward relationships, mm. the Freddie Freeman situation has taken quite a turn. Professional seg. Um, yesterday we discussed the idea of Clayton Kershaw calling out Freddie Freeman and saying, listen, I understand that Atlanta was a big deal to you, but this team's over here. We're trying to win a World Series. Please join us. We saw how emotional Freeman got when he was in Atlanta, presented with his ring in front of the crowd, broke down emotionally when speaking on more than one occasion. Very interesting juxtaposition of scenarios. However, yesterday, BK, we learned later 
that there might have been some improprieties from a negotiation standpoint. Now, when you first heard about Freeman being so reactionary to the Brave situation and heard what Clayton Kershaw had to say, right. how did you feel about that? Did that strike you as a little too soft? No, because, I mean, I get what Kersh is saying. Like, you know, are you fully invested in playing for our team? Like, are you holding something back? Are you not leading in the way you should? Are you not engaged in the way that you should be? Stuff like that. Because that's part of the reason you... Freddie Freeman is there not just because he's a, a really good hitter, but because he's been in the league for 15 years. He's considered one of the best people kind of around in a clubhouse and all that kind of stuff. Great guy. Right. So, like, you want that to go along. That's part of what the Dodgers are paying for. So if he's not giving you that, so he's giving you what he needed to on the field. I think that's pretty yeah. clear. But if he's not giving you the other stuff, he needs to. That's part of the gig. But is he not? If if there's no if there's any evidence that he's holding some of that back, then I think Kershaw is a point. But if there's not, then it's like okay, he's allowed to be sad and he's allowed to be nostalgic and he's allowed to be disappointed at how this ultimately played out. I don't have a problem. And certainly as a Dodger fan, I'm not worried about like somehow like divided loyalties like i'm playing right. the nlcs he's gonna let a ball go through his legs <laughs> or something because he's like secretly an atlanta spy no i i think that yesterday and i said this i do think that i thought about this more of it let's look at the braves as an ex-girlfriend kind of situation now that we know what we know this feels a little bit more like freddie freeman feels like he's been widowed you know what i'm saying like there's no going back to what it was because of how it ended it's not it's listen it doesn't really matter why. And when I said I had background information, basically here's the deal. Freddie Freeman has been had, had the same agent for his entire career going back multiple agencies. Freddie Freeman is the good guy. Freddie Freeman did everything right as he saw it and did not feel that his representation represented him well enough to the point that when he found out about how that went, he fired them on the spot. That alone tells you how intense that was because that doesn't happen like that all the time in terms of how it plays out right. publicly, BK. And I think I think what this reveals, well, the most interesting thing to me that it reveals is just how weird these relationships are, the relationships between the teams and the agents, the agents and the players, the players and the teams, and, and how this sort of dance plays out because this is not the first time that something no. like this has happened. And it is not the last time that something like this has happened where there just seems to be this disconnect between the player and their agency and then the agency and the team and, like, what tactics are acceptable, what outcomes are acceptable to you, where people, like, you assume that this is stuff people have long and deep conversations about. Right. It's not. It's weird, but it's not. I feel bad for Freddie. And I feel that Dodgers fans who are kind of getting on him, like, get over it. You should be a professional. This one's a little different. He did not legitimately want to leave. And there's no way to replace that feeling when it comes to the next thing you're doing. And so the reason I bring this up is because they come home tonight for the four-game set against the Padres. They were on the road yesterday. After all that stuff, Freeman hits a yam first inning, by the way, which is awesome because that's what he does. But the reception is going to be interesting. I think that... Literally between yesterday, rather the day before yesterday and yesterday, Dodger fan has a reason to be a little bit more welcoming because the guy's still here, still producing. And here even if Clayton, another yeah, five you know, and a half years. Exactly. You know, and even if Clayton Kershaw, who's his label mate on the, with the same agent, if you get my meaning here, even if he's saying something, I think Dodger fans got to be welcoming to Freddie Freeman because now that we have some idea of the truth, 
these emotions are about as honest as it can be. And if he was holding those back, I think that that's something that would ultimately not pay off for what his career was going to be It's just in L.A. We have this weird thing in sports where because these guys make so much money and they exist on in, in a universe that the rest of us just we cannot comprehend both athletically sure they're on another plane they are a different species and financially they are on another plane they are a different different species. world yes and you know because of that we sort of forget sometimes that they do have human emotions like they are actual freddie freeman is not lamenting his lot in life no he doesn't think he's been wronged cosmically in a way that is you know you should feel sorry for him right so it's like it's okay. It's like he's he's not asking for a different like the kind of sympathy that that should make Dodger fans angry. But, I agree. Know, if with it that. wasn't the tomahawk chop, we could pick something else like to make him feel welcome. If there if there's another Atlanta thing, like right. fans could you know like wave to him in a in a very <laughs> southern way or something. I don't know. I get it. But like make him make him feel good yeah he didn't do I, anything wrong. I tend to agree and if you're going to be on the side of the well this is the dodgers this is everything well i mean as far as freddie freeman's concerned that was the only team he'd ever played for was the braves they drafted him mm-hmm. you know what i mean he went through the farm system and then he ends up as an mvp on a world series again this is more of a widowed situation than it is an ex-girlfriend situation because they just can't go back because to what ex-girlfriend you bear some responsibility almost in every you know every breakup right you know, more than likely he had something to do with it sure in this particular case freddie freeman clearly feels like he didn't do the thing that caused the breakup now you could argue you got to pay more attention to relationships be more directly involved this right. that, go back to the same agent dynamics i mentioned at the beginning of the segment yeah aside from that you know you're right a death is really more appropriate Sucks, man. And, you know, for Freeman, like I said, I'm glad he was able to get that homer out of the way yesterday for all those people who were wondering, oh, all that crying. I wonder if he's going to be able to hit the baseball. How about he can't? Mm-hmm. All right. How about he's one of the more productive hitters on the team right now? If they're so, in a world without Trey Turner, he's their best hitter. Exactly. You know, so if you're coming back to the Dodger Stadium this weekend, this is a big series. We're going to talk about that a little bit more in the show. How about you don't boo Freddie Freeman? That would be lame. Okay. It's not like he plays for the Clippers. Dodgers like, fan. You know, that's true. The Clippers, by Clipper, the way, I mean, looking Clipper good. people, you go boo them. Looking but, good, by the way. The Clippers, we can talk about that later. But coming up, we got to get into the NBA. That's the whole point of having the Kamenetskis here. A lot of big <laughs> names on that Laker free agency list. And by big, I mean medium. <laughs> that's next. It's Travis and Sliwa on ESPN 710. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. 
If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Look, I thought the Mandy's were going to be one of the most fun things I've ever done in my radio career, if I'm being honest. But that was only because I was really hiding my underlying love for this All-Star mm. Friday event. When this first got emailed around as a possibility like a couple months ago, I, my stomach did a flip. You're talking about the wiffle ball thing? Yeah, I'm talking about softball, the celebrity softball right. game and all that. Harkens back to the rock and jock era, which is very uh, uh, formative for me in my, my day. The mm-hmm. wave, not so much. Rock and jock, very much. Uh, Bill Bellamy for 14. Be- yeah, exactly. 14-pointer to win the game. Exactly. So the reason I mention that is because for all the listeners I got to meet out at Quiet Cannon, the interaction was great. That was like a that was a nine and a half level big CY. That's where I was. I was fired up, but I was also making sure I kept it together. You're getting fifteen level at West Covina. I'm going to be fired up. There will be a T-shirt on my head, likely, which is what I do when I'm doing something I'm very engaged in. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I do if I'm I go- do not. if I'm going to like a sporting <laughs> event where uh-huh. I really care about the team these days. There will not only be the shirts that I wear, but I'll wear like a something around my head to indicate some level of battle, if you will. If you could take me back, yes, <laughs> to day one, okay, of that where you said you, were, you said to yourself, I am excited, I am so stoked to be at wherever I am today, playing whatever I'm doing. Yeah, today. I can tell I'm you exactly where that comes from. I'll tell I'm you exactly. Wrap where it around my head. This is, comes from what we used to do at my school that a lot of schools do called field day, where you break up into teams and you've got to you know do different competitions with Win your school, some ribbons, Win yourself some <laughs> ribbons and some props over all those idiots who said they could have made the team but just didn't feel like trying uh-huh. out and you're like actually you're not any good anyway that's where this all started Take that's, your green participation ribbon and that level of spirit is where yeah. this all came from but my point is all-star friday night is going to be max level yates so if you want to come out and press the flesh maybe play a little catch with your boy watch me run the bags and get my baseball infield chatter on phew, it's gonna be exciting just saying anyway brian kamineski's here and the reason we love to have cam in along with all Everybody else who commentary who have been, who've right. been filling yeah, in, yes, sure. is of course NBA free agency begins today. Now, three p.m. Unless we don't need to get into the sham that is, you know, the deadline of, of free agency. Nobody yeah. has been speaking with anybody, anybody to this point. Nobody's talking to scouts anybody. honor. But there's the very real matter of number one, expectations for Laker fans, and number two, expectations of the Lakers themselves, and number three. Apparently folded into this now, expectations of one LeBron Raymond James. Where are we right now, Lakers expert, coming into T-minus four hours, seven hours, I can't count, for NBA free agency? Five. Five. Four and a half. Okay. Um, 301. <laughs> West Coast time. It used to be 1201 on the East yes, Coast. I remember kind of, Who's your 12 o'clock phone call? Your 1201 phone call. Who's your 601 phone call? Doesn't have the same <laughs> ring to it. But So here's the deal. The uh, I think Lakers fans who are deeply invested in what's been going on and are, like, are, are understanding of the predicament that they're in. Yeah. They have no assets to go out and get the best players in what is an admittedly lame free agent class. Uh, all they have is their taxpayer mid-level exception 
and vet, which is about six and a half million dollars, which not a lot, not in right. You know, in basketball terms, you're not getting a perfect player for six and a half million dollars. Right. Uh, and then you have veterans minimum contracts, which get the, the bare minimum. They don't get to go out and start you know making the big deals and picking guys or making big trades that allow them to take on you know play. they don't have any of that. They don't even have the trade assets to go out and 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 find another player on another team because all they have are the minimum guys, the maximum guys, and then like THD and Kendrick Nunn and right, middle. right. So those people I think understand intellectually what is going on. Lakers fans never, <laughs> ever, ever though translate that to not getting really upset and angry about what the reality could be when it's all said and done. And, you know, I think the Lakers as an organization have been working overtime to temper everybody's expectation, temper the expectations about trading for trading Russell Westbrook and reforming the team and getting this star here and that star here, or whatever it might be. They, they, Kick the tires on Kyrie Irving. Right. They couldn't make that work. You know, nobody's an iconoclast so much to the point they'll pass up thirty million. Um, and so they tried, but it's not there. And so everybody has to understand that they are still in the same bind that they were in last year after they made the Westbrook deal, and it, that was a two-year commitment. Right. And we're in year two, and not much can be done until that's over. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Give us a ring. Let us know. What do you want to see out of the Lakers in free agency and what is realistic going forward for the next season? Some names on this list, BK. Yes. Otto Porter Jr. Oof. Just give, good me, player. give me give me give me a quick one sentence thought about all these guys. Otto Porter Jr. would be a win, big wing, moves the ball well, good three point shooter, uh, injury concerns. Realistic to get for him? Reasonably. Yeah. Reasonably. He's on the list of re- realistic people that they could target. TJ Warren. Uh same thing. Coming off but the problem with him is coming off two years of injuries. Good wing player, six foot eight, good player, can score. Uh, would make a lot of sense. Would never cost six million if he'd not been uh, broken for the last couple of years, but he has been, which is part of the problem. You might remember him from his Pacers days. Yes. That's when he made his bones. And now Malik Monk. Now this is sort of a different situation because he was already on the team, but keeping him would technically qualify as a free agent signing. It, well, they'd have to because he was a minimum guy last year. They the only way they can pay him any kind of competitive salary is to give him their exception. Right. Use that exception on him. Uh, he does, He had a really good season. He's a great guy. One of the best stories from last year. Not yeah. low bar to clear. But um, <laughs> also, definitionally speaking, if you're signing Malik Monk, you're not improving. Right. I guess you're treading true. water. Right. And he does not play a position of need. Like, he's not a wing. He's not a good defender. Um, he, you know, he's not a front court guy, which they could use. So, on the one hand, be good to bring him back. Like, it'd be cool in a perfect right. world. On the other hand, that's probably not the best use of that six and a half million. Mo Bamba, great song. Not so sure about whether or not he's going to fit. Can shoot the three. Shot yep. about you know thirty eight, thirty nine percent last year from three point land. He is a good shot blocker. He is a good rebounder. He is a center who could play next to Anthony Davis. So okay. if you are going to go get a big and use that money there, and he's twenty four, I believe, has some injury concerns of his own, which is part of the reason Orlando hasn't followed through with him, but. Actually, he is on my list of it's Otto Porter, Mo Bamba, either Martin, Caleb, or Cody. Okay, I pick one. It's fine. Sure. It doesn't matter. They're basically they're, the they same are guy. Twins. They're, yeah. and they're, they're essentially L- the same. Literal player. twins. Yes. Um, and like those are the guys that I would say like if they got that for the six and a half million, that would be a win. What about Oladipo? 
I only say that because he's the only other relatively big, big name, name yes. that you've not named yet. I don't think I would use that six and a half on him. Okay. I need to see a little bit more of that recovery because there's right. another guy with a very checkered injury history who plays a position that isn't exactly what they need. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Let's go to Hakeem in Hawthorne. You're on with BK and the Big CY. What's up, what's up, guys? I'm going to be really quick. The first thing, the only players the Lakers should keep, I was the GM next year, only Carmelo Anthony, Monk, Westbrook, AD and LeBron James. Other than that, it's not too much wrong. The Lakers need shooters. And I'm still trying to figure out, LeBron James called everybody else out of retirement. Why didn't you pick up the phone last year and call J.J. Reddick when he says he's hanging it up? And the next thing I have to say, the last thing is, if we don't get shooters, the West is so deep. It's going to be even stronger this year. Um, Kawhi Leonard's coming back. The Clippers are going to be strong. LeBron James going to be home again next year, talking trash again on Twitter and Instagram, talking about, I promise I'm going to be there next year, but he won't. That's it for him. Thanks for the phone call. A lot of, a lot of divergent theories. Yeah, there's there. a lot going on in that I'm call. Not really from sure, I'm not really uh, sure I, what he thinks is going to happen there. I, I mean, it's, I guess it's good that he is not on board with, like, the return of Tre- uh, Trevor Ariza or Kent Bazemore. Sure. Uh, I mean, yeah. he's drawing a, a, a firm line there. He's not wrong. They need shooters. But you know what? Shooters cost money, right. and they don't have that. So threading this needle is going to be really hard. They have to hope THT blows up this year. They have to hope Westbrook is at least better in terms of the right. fit and the performance of the attitude and all that stuff. They have to hope that Kendrick Nunn is what they thought he was going to be last year. That is legitimately a new addition to this team because he didn't play a second of basketball last year. Right. So it's not hopeless. But a lot needs to happen for this to work out right. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. David in LA, what's up? You're on ESPN seven ten. Hey guys, uh, big Laker fan since nineteen ninety two, and basically today I really don't think Lakers are going to do much because we can't do much. It's just like the first caller said, if we could get one or two decent shooters to surround our guys, it's just our hopes at this point is if we could see the three big work together. If not, I really don't think the Lakers are going to be able to do much because we don't have anything. And, yes, the West is crazy strong. So, good luck to all of us Laker fans. Let's be patient and let's see what happens next year. Thanks for the phone call, David. Tempered expectations. Uh-huh. I'm, I don't mind that. You know what I'm saying? Because, as the great urban philosopher Keith Murray once said, if ifs were spliffs, we'd all be high as ish. You know what I'm saying? And so all these ifs yeah, for I mean, the Lakers have to come through. It's a lot. It's and, a lot. And, it's, you know, it's, and it starts with LeBron and AD. None of this matters if LeBron and AD can't stay healthy, right. can't stay on the floor. And if LeBron plays 56 games and AD plays 42 games, like this is, this is theater. Coming up. Hey, did you see? I love this game. It's Travis and Slee, BK and Yates on ESPN 710. All right, take it away, Taylor. Thanks, CY. Okay, did you see that? That's the big CY to you. The big (laughs) CY. Excuse me. No worries. So did you see that a soft rock radio station in Canada has drawn attention to itself by playing the Rage Against the Machine song, Killing in the Name, on repeat hundreds of times? So there was speculation around a format change or possibly an employee who was protesting the morning show being laid off. If you had to listen to one song on repeat for an entire day, hmm. What would it be? Clinton. First of all, I want to comment on this story, and thank you for pointing this out, because I love – listen, 
I'm a radio nerd, so things like this are wildly impressive to me because this goes farther than just some guy flipping a switch on an automator. Mm. They were, like, taking calls, and people were, like, requesting other songs. They'd be like, sure, we'll play them, and then just keeping with the bit. And I'm like, and they're going nuts on Twitter. Like, I, this was, this is about as good a stunt mm-hmm. as you can get, and it's a pretty regular stunt. So I don't know what song I'd play all day, but I didn't mind that one being played all day for reasons I, that are myriad. Right, I see it. Kind of like that scene in, in Shawshank Redemption when Andy Dufresne yes. locks himself in the warden's office and plays the thing yeah. on the loudspeaker. Um, God, picking one song. It's got to be something catchy. It might ruin it for you, too. Yeah, but that's, not, that's, that's a good right. call. It's, it's got to be something catchy, but not too catchy. Right. Um, but a song that you don't want to get ruined for you. I once made a mixtape back in the day of things that wow. we used to do for people. For a friend of mine as a gag that just had, it was 45 minutes of kung fu fighting. <laughs> That's it. Just they, they over make, and over they, again. They make YouTube hype. videos for that now. That's funny. What were you about to say? I said it's hype. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 45 minutes. What did this person do with this tape? Carl Douglas hasn't heard the song that many times. <laughs> I, I think he laughed at it. Okay. <laughs> Presumably. And then I don't think he played it. <laughs> I was going to say, that's that's a workout tape because, I mean, you know, that's a pretty upbeat. You know. I mean, you know what? That wouldn't be that bad because it's like on the one hand, it would start to get kind of irritating. But then every time that you hear Kung Fu fighting, you kind of smile. That's true. And you kind of laugh because, like. It's kung fu fighting. This this fits in with your the the wave is awesome. The eighties were the best kind of. There's a lot of, there's of, a lot of the angst day. in the world, man. The Certain things, you know, you, you know, I, you can't get mad at kung fu fighting. That's true. You can't get mad at the wave. That's true. Taylor, what else? Okay, I'm sure that you saw the celebrity crush of a generation. Cameron Diaz is coming out of retirement to act in Jamie Foxx's new Netflix movie. Mm. She hasn't appeared in a movie since 2014's Annie. So. Brian, I'm curious. Yes. Who was your celebrity crush as a kid? First celebrity crush. Uh, was this? Are we intentionally working to make me feel incredibly old? Of course. <laughs> um, this we, is what the just, youngs let's do. keep up this vibe when we do the, the show tomorrow with the my youths. older brother Andy, <laughs> um, who is 71 years old and served in the Korean oh my War. God, Thank he you looks for great. your service. Um, he does. He looks very good, and he appreciates when you tell him that. Uh, Belinda Carlisle. From the Go Go's was my first celebrity crush. Belinda Carlisle. Belinda Carlisle. Wow. Followed uh, soon after by Jennifer Connelly. Okay, I have two. One of which was earlier than the other. The first was Regina King, who was mm. just the greatest mm. from Two Two Seven. Sure. Yeah. Very old school. This is when I first. And the second was Elizabeth Shue from uh, The Karate mm-hmm. Kid. Yeah. You know? so, who's back in Cobra Kai? Yes. By the way, it made an appearance. So that's that's probably my my two most obvious go tos in my mind. <laughs> I'm sure there were many others. Yeah, but Linda Carlo was definitely the first one. And then, like, the, like there was a moment in the movie Opportunity Knocks, I believe. It is, it is memeable where Jennifer Connelly's riding this one of those old-fashioned, like, put-a-coin-in hobby horse okay. type things. And it was one of those sort of awakening moments where you oh. go, like, oh. An awakening <laughs> so, moment, I see. So that's what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I got it now. Here we go. So, Emily, you got one? Yeah, so I had uh, Aaron Carter and of- Jesse McCartney. So, okay. Aaron so Carter, the, love it. The boy band theme is... Yes. Yeah. And it was funny. So, I live uh, close to the Wiltern. And so, last weekend, I was looking... The, the Wiltern, which is a uh, concert venue in, in town, had a whole line wrapped around the block. And I was like, who's going to draw this much attention? 
Guess who it was? Ah. Jesse McCartney. Did you and see him? I didn't see him. I didn't get tickets. So I, I just was like, like this can, line is long, though. I feel like you can work your 710 connections. You know right, what I'm saying? right. You're so, producer Emily. You yes. should be able my, to meet him. I should say, I'm covering this for the show. We need it for bits and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. no, I, wife, I didn't end up going. My wife was the uh, once the entertainment editor at Teen Magazine mm. and oh, wow. was like deep into all the boy band. So she should get me Backstreet connected. Boys and whatever. Justin Timberlake, <laughs> uh, Justin Timberlake sang Happy Birthday to her. I want wow. to say either when she was either 18 or 21. Wow. Taylor, what about you? What What was your teen crush? Natalie Portman, actually. Oh, good choice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Strong Star choice. Wars? Strong. Star she's, Wars. She's, back, the first, yeah, she's back in the fold with mm-hmm. Thor, right? Yeah. You seeing she's, that? Uh-huh. She's still around, uh, doing her thing. Still my celebrity crush. Right. I was going to say, I, I don't think... Uh, listen, I'm not sure that any of my celebrity crushes have changed, if we're, if we're being clear on this. Like, this is not, you know... Oh, mine has changed. Aaron Carter did not uh, yeah, I guess do that's so true. well. Aaron Carter, is and then not... Jason McCartney also didn't as well. Freezing, so... freezing cold well, takes for crushes. Yes, exactly. I love it. Yeah, still selling out the world turn. You got one more Taylor. Next up, okay. Did yep. you see that sixty-four percent of consumers in the U.S. use bar soap in some capacity? Hmm. So for me, bar soap just ends up making me feel more dirty. Hold on. What do you, do you prefer, bar soap or liquid soap, Clinton? Okay. Now I'm very particular about how I wash my body. And so, quite frankly, it just depends on – I'm serious with this. It depends on what's happened. Like, if I've worked out or if I've gone outside to do something, that's a very different level of wash than if I just slept the night before uh-huh. or whatever. So, the bar soap is typically for when it's, like, true scrubbing. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm getting things – Do you use, like, the old lava soap with, like, dirt. the pumice in it? That, like, the no, grit? I use a washcloth because okay. I'm a black person, okay? That's how we do. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that that's where the real scrubbing comes in. You know what I mean? That's where the bar – that's, like, bar soap qualifies as heavy duty as far as I'm concerned. Everything else, you know, the the – liquids, whatever you want to call them, the three-in-ones, all that stuff. That's for just day-to-day. What do you mean, oh, my gosh? Three-in-one? I don't know. I don't use a three-in-one. But my point is is that I couldn't figure out the word. But for... What's body this, wash. Men who have a three-in-one is what's a no-go. It's, three it's, it would be it's, shampoo, conditioner, and body wash. Which is basically men who a, have that no, 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 no-go. Red no, flag. I, shampoo and conditioner I can kind of get, but no. once you add body wash to They're that. They're two different yeah. purposes. No, I, I understand that, but I could at least understand it's like, you know what? Like, they at least for the same part... It's body wash is for your body. Hair wash is for your hair, as far as I remember. No, and it's no, th- no. First of all, l- listen. Th- can those of us with otherwise hair, known as shampoo, can those of us with hair really speak on the matter right now? Shampoo and conditioner is the difference. Shampoo yes. and body wash is not; uh, those are closer along the same exactly. line. Exactly. Yeah. Like their shampoo is meant to wash. No, I get it. Conditioner, conditioner is meant to condition. Again, right. I remember. Anyway. I under- I, re- I have a memory of these things. All I'm saying is, from like a labeling standpoint, if you're kind of not deeply invested in this in these processes, yes. you can be like, oh, hair thing. Like, okay, that I makes sense. It. Body thing, but so, I don't understand the 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 worry about soap. Like bar soap, like that you're spreading your germs around. Yeah, how do you? Because yeah, all just, you, the minute you get it nasty, under your, and it slips. Like I don't that's like, different. Like I don't like that. It's like I, so I use body wash and I use loofah. So that's okay. what I do. Um, but I have done washcloths and in, in, uh, in bar soap. I have too, dabbled but, in washcloths. Yes, I'm. I'm not gonna you know as say my, otherwise. As my family says, washcloths. Wash washcloths. <laughs> as my kids refer to them as little towels. Yes, exactly. Um, That's great. I, I, bar soap's fine, and it's also about a third of the price. That's true, too. I mean, you can get four bars of like good bar soap. It's the same formula, same cleaning stuff as liquid. Um, it's also better for the environment. I'm not sure that I've ever heard the 
the dexterity complaint about soap. Just just too hard to handle in the shower. No, it's, I like soap. It's just it's just a bar. I don't know. It's it's weird. Maybe that's maybe that's very. You're worried. You feel like you're spreading, like you touch dirty parts of your body, and then you take those parts and you move it to the. But it's self cleaning. It's soap. Right. It's it, it, it definitionally. You're okay. All right. Thank you, Taylor. Appreciate that. Those were good. Coming up, we got a lot of oddball news floating around here, so we're gonna figure out what we're gonna do. But one thing we're for sure gonna talk about is, of course, the Los Angeles Lakers. It's Travis and Sleewa on ESPN Seven Ten. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.